Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. It's time for the Rami and Tim Show with your hosts, Rami Makloff and the franchise, Tim Allen. Hour two of the Rami and Tim Show for now. The show and the name of the show and or the name of the show. We're looking, neither Tim or I like uh, Rami and Tim. So we're looking for uh, suggestions on what we could call it. You can tweet those. At 12.50 a.m. The Fan, coming up this hour, Brian Baldinger, Radio.com Sports NFL Insider. He'll join us at about 3.35. Going to get some Brewers talk in this hour. Timmy's been waiting for that all day long, and I promised him we will get the Brewers talk in. So don't you worry about that. (laughs) We're in the Gene Wagner Plumbing Studios. You can give us a call at 414-799-1250 if you just want to Welcome us back into the fold here on The Fan. I mean, Tim never really went anywhere, but he's now on the afternoons. I'm back in the afternoons after a short stint in Minneapolis. And uh, Tony in Milwaukee wants to say hello. What's up, Tony? Hey, Rami, it's great to see you back in Milwaukee. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. And you know what? The great thing about it is, between the two of you, I don't have to wait to listen to Summer to hear the franchise Tim Allen. Woo! That is nice. Appreciate All right, Tony. Thanks, Tony. Yeah. Appreciate it. With the That's Ric Flair wound to close yeah, it out. Right. No, I, I don't know. I don't know who it was. I, I Tim, uh, knowing that we have this new show now, the Rami and Tim Show, weekdays 2 to 6 here on 1250 AM, the fan, a radio.com sports station. Uh, I'm sure you were watching Wild Card Weekend, Super Wild Card Weekend, and you said you watched pretty much all of it while you were out in Lake Geneva with the family. With an eye towards the Packers and what, what this all could mean for their, their road to the Super Bowl. And you, you gave us a little tease before the break, even though you're going to be in Vegas with Super Bowl week, that you think this team can, can very well take the road to the Super Bowl. So nothing that you saw over the weekend scared you when it comes to the Green Bay Packers? Maybe even made you feel a little bit better about their chances? I don't know about better. I don't know about that, but I do know it'll be a challenge here that, uh, Rami, you had made mention that, you know, it's the NFL, and and nothing should surprise us. Heck, Appalachian State won that big game in Michigan. So, I mean. Was that the NFL? Well, yeah, that's true. Um, 
but I mean, you do you do have to to to, to look at that LA Rams defense, and and they are good. And Ramsey against against Adams is going to be must see TV, and and that to me is a huge challenge. Now I don't know if he's going to follow him around uh, the entire game because against DK Metcalf in three three games this year. Ramsey didn't follow him around. He only, I think he only took him on about half the snaps. So half the routes, I should say, that, that Metcalf was on. But I wonder if Ramsey is, is going to take on Devontae Adams. That's going to be something to see. The front, the front seven of the Rams is pretty good. And this is a Lafleur challenge. This is um, a Lafleur and McVay knowing each other very well. I mean, having, having worked together. And I just still see the Green Bay Packers having the best role going right now. They, they do. Does, does it not appear to you they're on a roll and a major role? It's like nothing phases this team. There isn't anything that phases this team, and that's what you look at. Look at Kansas City, even if you take it one step further, getting through the NFC, get to the Super Bowl. L- look at the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, they're beatable. As, as good as that offense is, their defense did step up for them last year to win a Super Bowl. And the Packers' defense is stepping up in the same fashion late in the year on a roll. I just don't see anyone. Buffalo, maybe that, that might be the other team to take a look at that might be just feeling themselves a little bit because they are playing a, a real loose sort of football. I just don't know if I learned anything outside of you know, the Rams' defense. And, and additionally, Rami, they, they took on Seattle. Okay, Seattle comes out of the shoot this year. What five and zero, four and zero, something like that. Russell yep. Wilson is just on fire, and everyone's talking. Wow, the the narrative at that time was why did he only get one vote ever as MVP? And then uh, on and on and on. Well, you saw that their defense was horrible at that time, padding up some off- offensive numbers. Now the defense steps up, and their offense goes south. That's not a good barometer for that Rams defense yesterday. It's really not. Or was it the other day, Saturday, I think? That was Saturday, yeah. yeah. There's a lot and, of football. It's easy to lose track. But that, that's an indi- more of an indictment on that offense, which surprisingly, with, with the weaponry that they have, uh, just, just didn't do anything. Or is it you know, more, more success and power or, or respect for the L.A. Rams defense, which they are good, and I'll admit they're good. But I just don't see – I don't see it. Cam Akers, come on. I mean – yeah, so Cam, actually, I really like Cam Akers, man. He me reminds too. me, and his his issue is 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 his health. Can he stay healthy and stay on the football field? But when he is healthy, and he reminds me of another guy who that's been his only issue since he's gotten to the NFL. He's got a little Dalvin Cook in him, and Dalvin Cook is one of the better running backs in this league. I think the only reason you didn't see Cam Akers go higher in the draft or be more talked about in the draft is because he he couldn't stay healthy and put together, which is a big deal. I mean, Gary Ellerson taught me a long time ago the best ability you have is availability when it comes to being a football player. So that that's that's not to say that it doesn't mean anything, but if Cam Akers is healthy and on the field, that guy can do some damage and eat up some ground quick. I don't think the Packer defense is going to fear too much of a of a Cooper Cup and Robert Woods and Higby and Reynolds. I don't think so. I mean, again, it's the NFL and strange things can happen and the ball, you know, squirts loose out of Aaron Jones' hand and someone scoops it out, whatever. That can all happen and I understand that. But just you know, mano a mano, just just head to head. The Packers clearly are a better team than the LA Rams. The Packers clearly should win that football game. Aaron Donald, which is a big key here, with the rib injury, 
that may play a big part of this. Jared Goff with the thumb injury, that may play a big part of this. Wolford got his head spun out of control. I mean, that, that's going to play a little bit of a part uh, if, if Goff doesn't heal up a little bit more. I just, I, I guess I learned that the Rams D is, is legit good, for sure. And, and they proved that on Saturday. But this is the number one offense in, in, in the NFL also. And that's the Green Bay Packers. And Devontae Adams is the best wide receiver in the game today. And Aaron Jones is, one, what, a top – is it safe to say a top five running back? I know McCaffrey's been – and Barkley have been out, but I think it's fair to say he's a top five or six running back in the NFL. You've got top year. five – you can say that. Yeah, yeah. You've got top five guys at all of those positions, and you've got a shutdown and a half at the corner position defensively in Alexander and King. I just I don't see it. I don't. And that re, and that Ram Seahawks game specifically, Tim, you're talking about how the the defense excelled as the season went on, and the offense took huge steps back as the season went on. Chris Carson afterwards, he was taking some shots. They're running back about their their game planning as the season has gone on. He said teams kind of figured out what they were doing in the first four or five weeks and started dropping more players into coverage or dropping more guys at the coverage, and and they never reacted to that. They never started running the football more to make teams pay for that or, or have to compensate and move guys up closer to the line of scrimmage. He said that teams adjusted to them, basically, and they never adjusted to other teams, and that's why you saw the offense and yep. Russell Wilson become less and less productive as the season went on. I didn't, I mean, I was, I was watching all the games with sort of an eye towards the Packers and just seeing sort of what this road might be and, who might be a huge speed bump along the road if the Packers are going to get to the Super Bowl. And if you want to start with the Rams, like you said, the, the Packers are the better team and should win this football game. Yeah, I think so. But I don't know that, I don't know if I can say that with all the certainty in the world. There, I, there wasn't anybody in the NFC playoff picture, Tim, who I would have said the Packers almost certainly should beat them heading into a game other than Washington and and maybe the Bears. The Bears could even get lucky against the Packers, kept things close in that last game, and you know that defense can can cause a turnover or two and and flip the field on you. Even though they're, they're not a good very very good football team, I'll tell you that flat out. That Bears defense can can change can change the p- complexion of a game really really fast. So other than Washington, I don't think there was anybody who was out of the question could beat Green Bay, and I feel about Green Bay the same way that I do about Kansas City right now, which is to say, in the two respective conferences, those are the two teams that I think should come out, but would I be surprised if anybody left in the playoff picture right now knocked off the Chiefs or knocked off the Packers? Absolutely not. I think every team that's still left in the tournament, so to speak, has a chance to has a chance to finish this thing off and go through Green Bay go through Kansas City. I don't there's there's nobody who's left in this thing, which makes it fun for somebody who doesn't necessarily have have a dog in the fight. There's nobody who I look at it and go, "Well, that's a loss." Or that team should def that team is going through. I mean, this isn't the Cowboys or the 49ers of the 90s, Tim, where you and I both know, like you knew who was going to the Super Bowl. There was one maybe two teams going into the playoffs yeah. who you knew was going to the Super Bowl. This ain't that, man. This this, this season and and most NFL seasons of recent memory, it ain't that. And I don't think it's that this year. There's This this is parody as as well as we've seen pulled off in the NFL, maybe in my lifetime. Yeah, and, and I agree with that. And, and that's good for the product. It is. And, and you look at, you know, my pick in the AFC to go to 
uh, to uh, represent in the Super Bowl was the Baltimore Ravens, and they're you know they're still alive, and they they were a juggernaut last last year, and they got bumped by Tennessee. They exercised the demons here um, in in a victory over the weekend uh, against Tennessee. But you know Buffalo, are they capable of knocking off the Kansas City Chiefs, where the Chiefs did lose to the Las Vegas Raiders in KC this year? So there's that anybody can beat anybody on any given day. Can Baltimore knock off a Kansas City Chiefs? You remember the game Baltimore and Cleveland, that Monday night game, just just an epic game. You can see that sort of sort of shootout in that AFC. The NFC, I think, is a little. I think it's more nostalgic, in a way, because you know we're going to see a Breeze Brady matchup in a divisional round. We're going to see a Rodgers, and again, people are going to say, you're jinxing it, Tim, you're jinxing it. We're going to see a Rodgers-Breeze NFC conference uh, title game or a Rodgers-Brady conference title game in the NFC. That's, I mean, you're looking at Hall of Famers. That is super cool, super cool to, uh, to watch that in the NFC. I think it would be somewhat boring then to have Kansas City just take it off the sheet and go. It's, it's more of a storyline in the NFC to have Rodgers do that. I love watching Patrick Mahomes play. There, there's well, nothing boring about Patrick Mahomes on a football most field. Most like entertaining. Any Sunday, enter- any day of the week. Uh, of course, entertaining quarterback uh, for, for the show itself, yes. But Rodgers, I, I think he knows. We, we always have, have said over the years, and, and you too, that the clock is ticking, clock is ticking, how are we going to do this? Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers and, and a million years, you only get you know one title each out of them. Rodgers knows it. I think that team is peaking at the right time. He's feeling it. I just, I'm looking forward to the matchups. Don't get me wrong. The old guys can play. Brady, Breeze. I don't think you can call Rodgers necessarily an old guy yet. I mean, he's 37. There's a 43-42 matchup that's going to happen this weekend in, in what is Breeze turned 42 on Friday. Yeah. So it's Brady at 43, Breeze at 42. That's an awesome matchup to watch. The NFL's got it covered on that. And then you tack on a Rodgers against one of those guys. It's cool. It's just I, I didn't see anything in the NFC. Tampa Bay, yes, and here's going to be the, the storyline. And we may be talking about it next week, Rami, and that is Tampa Bay already beat him once. You know what I mean? And we're going we're gonna to go back and watch that game. We actually watch the pick six. We're going to watch Brady. We're going to watch what Rodgers did. We're going to watch the O-line, all of these things. But let's get through the Rams first and then take a look at maybe an epic matchup at Lambeau, Brady and Rodgers. I'm not even giving people the old cliche any given Sunday thing because that, that doesn't always <laughs> apply. Like, like if, if, if Washington beat Tampa on Saturday, I'd be like, what the hell? How'd that happen? They have no business beating them. You know what I mean? Or, or if the right. Bears... We're able to pull off an upset against the Saints. I'd be like, well, that, that just doesn't make sense. But of the teams that are left, and that's the Browns, the Ravens, the Saints, the uh, Buccaneers, Rams, Bills, Chiefs, and Packers, I wouldn't, at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if anybody is holding up that trophy while you're in Vegas in a few weeks, Tim, bailing on the Rami and Tim show three weeks into our, our existence here. But I wouldn't be surprised if any, if any one of those teams that I just listed off is holding up the trophy at the end of the season at all. And again, Saints, that's not, they that's look not dysfunctional the, that's, to me. 
Yeah, they've they, looked dysfunctional throughout the season, but yes. here they are with, what, a, a 13 wins after they beat the Bears yesterday and, and moving on to the next round with one of the best quarterbacks that's ever lived and a generational running back in Alvin Kamara and a defense that just got better as the season went along. Yeah, and I, I know there are faults there, too. I'm just laying out the case for why they are a, val- a viable candidate. I, I watched I watched Super Card, Super Wild, Super Card... Super, super wild card wild weekend, card. <laughs> super wild card weekend. And my takeaway was anybody can walk away with this thing. Like I said, yes, the Packers are probably the best team in the NFC, but I wouldn't even go as far as to say they're the team to beat in, the NF- in the NFC and air quotes. The Browns could do it. Hell yeah, the Browns could do it. I've been on the Browns since before this season started. No, Tim Allen, no. believe it or not, believe it or not, and I can call my old cohorts at School North in Minneapolis to prove this to you. Now, my prediction didn't come entirely true, but we had a segment called Write That Down, where we would literally write down predictions, keep a batting average, because most people in this business, they just throw stuff out into the ether and then never bring it up if they're wrong. But this was a segment where you were forced to face your predictions. And if you were right, you got to shine in that glory. And if you were wrong, you had to face it. And I said that the Browns would win at least 11 games and win the AFC North, and Baker Mayfield would be greatly improved. I don't remember exactly what my Baker Mayfield... uh, prediction was but they won 11 games they didn't win the AFC North but they won 11 games which nobody saw coming and that's a team with just talent studded up and down that roster on both sides of the ball so yeah Mm. I wouldn't be surprised if the Browns go on a run here at all not Uh, even a little bit they were given a gift last night a big Ben and and his ineptitude early in that game yeah you know what happens to guys as they get older you've felt it you've experienced it (laughs) I, yes, I do. Uh, Big Big Ben, you you've seen the last of him in a Steelers uniform. I can I can guarantee you that now. At forty million dollars against the cap, no chance. There's no way you you're bringing Big Ben back. As as you know, you want to go nostalgic at all? Yeah, Big Ben, Super Bowls and the whole deal. He's been hoisting the trophies up too, but not at that price. Not with what we've seen. And he and he pads his numbers. He beefs up his numbers late in the game on a soft defense of, yeah, of course he's going to bail himself out there. I don't see the Browns. They were given a gift from the first snap of the game yesterday, and that was a touchdown defensively. You know, yesterday after that loss, they had the uh, the shot of Ben Roethlisberger sitting by himself on the bench after everybody had left the field and what could be his last game. And that's a shot we've seen with a lot of guys who have had great careers, Tim, and it's always kind of like heart-wrenching and you feel for the dude. I felt nothing yesterday for Ben Roethlisberger, not even a little bit. <laughs> He's been neutral in my I don't, book, don't too. don't like the dude, never liked the dude. <laughs> He's gotten into some not to like the dude. off-the-field uh, stuff going on, allegedly. I felt nothing. And, I felt yeah. that. Actually, I, I, I snickered a little bit when I saw it. I chuckled. There's a little <laughs> chuckle, if I'm being honest. A ah, little, little mean streak in Rami Maclough. Maybe a little bit. It's the Rami and Tim show. We're still taking suggestions because we don't like the name of the show. At 12.50 a.m. The Fan, at Rami is tweeting, at Tim Allen Rants. He's, uh, he's going to be on Twitter nowadays. Uh, here's a few that I'm not reading that one, Tim. Calling it better than the big show is not. not I just read it, didn't I? No. Um, let's see here. Last call with Rom Dog in the franchise. Mm, if we were at bad. night. If we were There's at one night, that was, yeah. Uh, Rami, and this was from Kyle again, who's just been on fire with these. Mm. I think he hates us, but he's been on fire. Rami and guest and sometimes Tim, that came in after Tim announced <laughs> he'd be headed to Vegas three weeks into uh, our inception. Yeah. Uh, 
let's two at two. I don't hate two at two. That's not bad. The two at two. The two when at put two. The, the the at the front of it makes okay. it sound that much more significant. How'd you feel about the Packers watching Super Wild Card Weekend? 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM the fan. Brian Baldinger, Sports NFL Insider. He's gonna join us at 335, and I promised him Brewers Talk before we get out of here. We'll be back right after this on 1250 AM the fan and the radio.com app. There you go, Evan. A little childish Gambino for you. On the Rami and Tim show, the debut of the Rami and Tim show on 1250 AM, The Fan. Rami Makloff, back at it. You may know me from, uh, hell, way back in my days producing the uh, Brewers postgame coverage with my now partner on the afternoons, Tim Allen. I was on the big show for a long time before they became too big for me. Now they have their own statewide network. You can hear that. Weekdays, 10 to 2 on the radio.com app and at bigshow.com. Again, Rami Makhlouf and Tim Allen. Brian Baldinger is going to join us in just a few minutes. We don't like the name Rami and Tim. Now, uh, Evan, you can pop your mic open. We we took a potential name change to the top of the ladder. Can we talk about this on the air, Evan, what the discussion that you had during the break with very powerful people? I have no idea if we're allowed to or not, but I, Let's I do feel it like... Let's Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. Wasn't as mad as I f- expected them to be, okay. um, but obviously have to go through them before we decide what to do. <laughs> okay. And so Evan, they're open you're gonna, to uh, uh, Rami, I've worked with Evan now for, for a few years, and uh, I think you're going to love him. I, I think he's, he's – you just want to hug him at times. He's just such a nice guy. I mean – we're going to make make sure, well, at least my mission is to kind of dirty him up a little bit. Get, get him out there and get him get him dirtied up a little bit. Get him some wisdom. Now, how about that? That's a better way to put it. Get him a little wisdom uh, built up. But I will tell you this. The knowledge of sports that uh, Evan has, Rami, is pretty impressive for his age. Good. So, And that's, what, that's why he's involved here. And, and I understand that, you know, for, for our audience today, that, you know, change can be, I don't know, it, it can be a little scary yeah it's cumbersome scary. at times at the very I don't mind at the very least change. yeah it's just but change we've changed a lot less than most radio stations I, I can say that and and but sometimes there just is a necessity for it uh sometimes it's warranted for many many other reasons that probably we shouldn't go into but you know I, we understand that a change is going to be a little different and, and it's going to be different for you we we promise to have some fun and, and talk sports and entertain and you you'll get to know us better that's for sure. I'm as rigid as anybody, Tim, and I don't I don't usually welcome or embrace change. But one change I will welcome and embrace is from unemployed to employed. Like that's that's I'm I'm good with that. So <laughs> yeah, money me, money's always good. For me, this change is is kind of working out at the moment. Um, we'll see how long they they let me do it. I got a text from the powers that be. We are free to talk about potential name changes and the conversations going on behind the scenes about potential name changes, and we've been taking suggestions. All day long, Tim. Did you get one that you that you liked more than the rest? That of all those we've taken, I don't know, dozens on Twitter. A couple of people have called in. We just got a caller who called in during the break and suggested, uh, what was it, germaphobe and the Marlboro Man? Which I kind I kind of <laughs> like that one. It I just has a little one. bit of a yeah. ring to it. Yeah, I was just have just that had- commercial break was designated as as that. Uh, I don't mind. Um, 
I, you know, the, the, the it just seemed short and simple and little, and I, I don't know. It just it, there might there be something. The franchise thing, you know, I don't, I don't mind that. Um, you know, I did, I don't know where. I actually, I, I take that back. I do know where it came from. Josh Vernier, who's been in this time slot was it Vern? many years ago? Yeah, okay. Vern came up with the the franchise name. So I, you know, I don't mind that. I guess, I guess around town. Uh, you know, some people know me as that, and that's fine too. But it doesn't have to be Tim Allen. It, it, whatever, uh, whatever Fran- you guys want to do. Mine was my suggestion was Francis and the franchise. Here's one. Uh, <laughs> this came from Al. He says, uh, "Shaking naked in the field," which, <laughs> <laughs> which yeah. is one of, yeah. one of Tim's legendary rants. Evan, I don't know how familiar you are with the whole sound system and storage that we have there, and how much of this stuff is even still in the system, but if you can find Tim Allen's shaking naked in the fetal rant when somebody said the Brewers season was done many years ago when I was still working with him on the postgame show, it's, it's, it's magical. And for people who are new to Tim Allen, if, if Evan, you can find that, and if anybody at the station listening right now knows how they can help Evan find that, this will, if you don't know Tim, this will let you know what Tim is yeah. capable of when the right buttons are pushed. And I'm telling and- you, it is magical. Yeah, and, and, and they'll be pushed. They'll be pushed some more because there's more content to push with, and that's why. We, you know, I, We've been getting requests from colleagues and, and all that over the years, and one of the biggest reasons why I haven't done uh, a regular show is, is because I love that postgame show so much. I mean, it just is something that you know, they, they say find something you love to do and you'll never work a day in your life. It is absolute proof. It it is now on this that rant thing. Um, I don't know where the the that line came from, Rami, and it's always puzzled me over the years w- where that came from. I mean, somewhere along the line, there was a demon in you that night. Yes, very disturbing. That wasn't even. I don't know. I don't think that was even on the air. I think we were doing post production. Was off and yes. you. And you had just had it with people calling the post-game show all night saying this team was done and the season was over. And you just started ranting to no one in particular. And we happened to have a mic open and yes. had, had some tape rolling and caught Tim losing his damn mind. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah it, it is the cla- no, long-time listeners know that's the classic one. Um, and, and there have been others for sure, and there will be more for sure. But, <laughs> but that one, I just, I, it's always puzzled me, and it disturbs me somewhat because where, where mentally that came from. Um, have so. you ever examined it? Have you ever explored? Have you ever like gone and talked to somebody, Tim? No, where, not where these thoughts, I mean, these feelings uh, yeah. come from. Uh, hold like, on, let me the let surface. me Tim, let me call the. Can, hey, uh, Miss Therapist, can I talk to you about shaking naked in the fetal? <laughs> I think we just got our first drop of the show. We'll hit a quick break. On the other side, we will talk with Brian Baldinger, Radio.com Sports NFL Insider, and I promised him Brewers Talk. We will get to that right after this. You're listening to Rami and Tim on 1250 AM, The Fan, and the Radio.com app. No scrubs here on the Rami and Tim show on 1250 AM, the fan and the radio.com app in the Gene Wagner plumbing studios, Rami Makloff, Tim Allen. It's the Rami and Tim show. This is the debut. We may change the name. We're taking your suggestions at 1250 AM, the fan 
at Rami is tweeting, and uh, at Tim Allen Rants, and Tim promises to engage more and be more active on Twitter with you. Yeah, so I, if you're not I following did. him, follow him, at Tim Allen Rants. Uh, Hank tweets in, The Replacements. That's, that's not bad. It's kind not of, bad. It's kind of what we are right now, as the uh, big show moves <laughs> to the statewide network. The big show network now uh, across the uh, entire state of Wisconsin weekdays, 10 to 2, efforting Brian Baldinger. But, Tim, while we effort Brian Baldinger to talk some NFL and what we saw in Super Bowl wildcard weekend and what it might mean for the Packers, uh, some NFL news today. Doug Peterson fired by the Philadelphia Eagles just a couple, two, three years after uh, winning a Super Bowl for the Philadelphia Eagles. What, what, what was your thoughts on that? I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Is that what we've come to in the NFL? I mean, is that that's where we're at here, where the shelf life after a Super Bowl victory? Guys, a Super Bowl victory uh, against who they beat? Oh, that team. Yeah, they, they beat that team on top of it. And, and just three years later after that, and you had a quarterback which was imploding along with an offensive line that was just decimated with injuries. And, and this, this is Peterson's fault. I don't, I don't get this at all. Not at all. And I'm not liking it. I'm not, I'm not liking that trend at all. I mean, when you have success, you, you gotta let it, you gotta let it marinate for a while at least. And, and it's turnover in the NFL. You guys know that it's, you know, the, 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 the lifespan of an NFL player isn't that long. So, and their success isn't that long. Sometimes you'll, you'll have some high end success and then it just, just falls to the wayside a little bit, and you got to back yourself up, which is what they did, which is what they did with Jalen Hurts. That's why they did it. Now, I don't know if Hurts had any, anything to do with it when he benched Wentz, but, you know, and, and I don't blame Carson for saying, hey, I'm no one's backup, man. I want to, you want your quarterback to say that. But you, you had those factors involved, and that's Peterson's fault. I, I don't like it. I don't like the smell of it. There had to be something more. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that it's, it's just that they weren't happy with the way that this season went, Tim, because you're right. Winning, winning a Super Bowl usually will earn you a little bit more capital, a little bit, a little bit more credibility in a city, a little more leash if, if you start to take a few steps back in the other direction because nobody expects a coach to win Super Bowls every year. So I get what you're saying, but at the same time, like this whole thing of they won a Super Bowl – which I know is the ultimate goal in this league, but people throw that around like that earns you a lifetime pass to be at, at, at high-tier positions in this league for as long as you please. Like, I'm a Bears fan, and I can't tell you how many times I heard Bears fans make the argument for Nick Foles to be the starting quarterback before we saw what that actually looked like. Because, look, he won a Super Bowl, man. He's got a ring. He was Super Bowl MVP. Like, I know, I know that that's the mountaintop. I know that's where you're trying to get to as a football franchise or a coach or a player or anybody in between. But at the same time, you can look at a Super Bowl victory or a Super Bowl run and go, yeah, that guy maybe played over his head a little bit or coached over his head a little bit or they, they got on a good run and were hot at the right time, and that's why they won a Super Bowl. I, I don't think that you look at it and go, well, they won a Super Bowl, so... I'm just going to assume they're good for the next 10 years. Like, that's, that's a crazy way to approach things. I got some other things to say about Doug Peterson being fired, but uh, we do now have Brian Baldinger 
on the line, our Radio.com Sports NFL Insider. He's brought to you by Mercedes-Benz. Drive a Mercedes-Benz van and find out how far an extra mile really goes. You can also hear Brian with Jason Lockenfora on Baldy's Breakdowns with new episodes out twice a week. Just search Baldy wherever you find podcasts. I love watching this dude break down video on Twitter and other places where I come across it. Brian Baldinger joins us now on Rami and Tim. How are you this afternoon, Baldy? Ronnie, Tim, I'm, I'm great, guys. It's good to be with you. Uh, I'm still kind of digesting everything that happened this weekend <laughs> because there was a lot. But uh, it's good to be with you and uh, have a chance to talk with you. We were talking about digesting this weekend, and there was a lot to digest with the first super wild card weekend in nine games uh, between Saturday and Sunday, Baldy. And, and my takeaway from it was, and I'm not like cliche guy who's going to come on here and say any given Sunday for every football game that's played. If Washington won on Sunday, I would have been shocked. If the Bears beat the Saints, I would have been shocked. But if the teams that are left, Baldy, I look at those teams and I wouldn't be surprised if any one of them is standing on a podium holding a trophy in in four or five weeks. Well, I wouldn't disagree with that. I mean, I think Buffalo and Baltimore certainly, you know, have a chance to, to move on to a place like that along with Kansas City. Uh, Cleveland, you know, I, we got to see the health of some of these guys, but I, I wouldn't discount uh, anything that they're doing right now. And in the NFC, I mean, obviously Green Bay is where they are and they've earned that spot, but uh, you can certainly see uh, challenges right now, the way, you know, the Rams can play defense and the way they score on defense, uh, the way the Saints uh, can play defense and as efficient as their offense is. I mean, I, I think you're right. I mean, I think when you get to the final eight right now, I think there's, I think, I think there's eight good teams in this league, uh, you know, and there's probably four really good teams. And so to answer your question, I wouldn't be shocked by anything that happens here uh, in division championship weekend. Brian, let, let me ask you this. You mentioned the Rams and, and Green Bay right there. If, if you look at the three matchup between the Rams and the Seahawks, and you just focus in on DK Metcalf and Jalen Ramsey, and Ramsey had him about half, the, half of DK's routes shut him down to no TDs, about 50 yards in three games. How will the Rams approach Ramsey against Devontae Adams? Is he just going to shadow him the whole time, or is he just going to stay on his side of the field? No, he won't shadow him the whole time, but he will go with him in certain situations. Um, I've, I've, I've kind of become – I'm not quasi-friends with Jalen. I don't pretend to really know him, but he follows me, so I go back and forth with him. I mean, all he wants – is your best receiver. That's all he wants. And when you, he doesn't get him, he, he, he does get a little bit bored because part of it is he doesn't get challenged a lot. And so for a lot of the games, you know, everything's in front of him, make the tackle, whatever. But when, the game, when, it's, when it's time, when you want to run a go ball, you want to run a play into the end zone, you're going to get the best of Jalen Ramsey, the best. And when he wants to throw a blanket over somebody, there's almost nothing you can do because the quarterback is, is almost never going to go challenge him, and he knows that. But, you know, he's going to get Devontae, but they do play a lot of zone. They play a lot of matchup zone. They, they change their coverages quite a bit. I mean, they're a handful to handle. I mean, Russell Wilson, I can't remember him playing a game that poorly, and a lot of that was, you know, because of the defense that he was going up against. Talking with Brian Baldinger, Radio.com Sports NFL Insider here on Rami and Tim on 1250 AM The Fan. 
Baldy, what did you make of, of the pregame decision to not start Jared Goff after he just had thumb surgery and going with Wolford instead? And then we see Wolford go down with the concussion, and Goff gets in there, and that thumb looks looks pretty good. It makes the decision look kind of peculiar after the fact and with hindsight, does it not? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it kind of says something about maybe where Sean McVay is with Jared Goff, that he'd go with the guy that's making his second start. I mean, when I got ready – to study John Wolford, I, I, I found him in a preseason game for the Jets in 2018 in the fourth preseason game, not just the fourth preseason game, but the second half of a fourth preseason game, <laughs> you know, playing with a bunch of guys that aren't in the NFL. I mean, I, I couldn't find any tape on him. I knew who he was coming out of Wake Forest. But, you know, he gave him a little bit of juice because he was a good runner. Um, you know, he made good decisions when he ran. But I'm with you. I, I thought once Jared Goff got out there, and he started throwing the football, it didn't look like he was really that hamstrung. So I did kind of think of that, but now it, 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 it's probably too late. You know, I mean, uh, I think, you know, as they get ready to play Green Bay here, I think Jared Goff will be under center for sure. You know, Brian, these the NFL can't write these types of scripts. They really can't. And, and sometimes they just fall, in, fall into the laps of, of the NFL. And, and what I'm saying is you've got uh, quarterbacks like, Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen and, and Patrick Mahomes just, it, you know, they're really starting to hit their prime and young dudes and just lighten it up. And then on the other side, you have, you know, this classic uh, veteran, classic Hall of Famer in, in Brady and Breeze and Rodgers. You can't write a script like that. I, the NFL is just amazing that way. We are going to see a Brady-Breeze matchup this weekend. And assuming Green Bay wins, which I will for the sake of this conversation, you yeah. may see a Brady Rodgers conference title game. You may see a Mahomes face. Gosh, pick one of the Josh Allen. That's incredible. That's pretty cool. Well, it is. It is. It is a, a large part about the quarterbacks and how they play, uh, for sure. And if you were back in, you know, the the COVID preseason that we are all dealing with, and we still do. Uh, I mean, if you said, okay, give us Aaron Rodgers at his best and Tom Brady at his best, and to know that both one threw 48 touchdowns, the other threw 40, you'd go, i sign up for that right now. And now, I mean, you're right. You can't write these scripts. That's why I always say this. The NFL doesn't need anything. They don't need any entertainment value. They just need the game. Just, just put, you know, the number one defense and number one offense on the field at Lambeau Field this weekend. Just – Play it. Like, we're all going to be entertained. We're all going to be glued to our, to our seats. And if you want to drop some snow and drop the temperature at the same time, do that as well. Um, I'm, I, I, you're right. I mean, the, the, the storylines that are already drawn and will play out couldn't be any better. So I take it you didn't take in the uh, Nickelodeon broadcast of Bears and Saints <laughs> yesterday, Baldy? If, if you don't need all those bells and whistles, you certainly don't need slime, do you? <laughs> Well, uh, tell me what I missed then, because I, 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 did, I did bypass it. You know what? I'll tell you what you missed, which is that they had uh, Nickelodeon viewers voting on the MVP, the Nickelodeon Valuable Player, and uh, the kids voted Mitch Trubisky the MVP, Brian. I'm sure you watched that game. Did, did he look like the most valuable player in that football game to you yesterday? Well, uh, if you ask any Bear fan, they would say, <laughs> They hope they never see him under center again. Could they just be done with the Mitchell Trubisky era? Can we just put it, put it, 
a gravestone right there and just be done with it. Yeah, it's it's, it's just it, now will the bye week because again everyone talks about the bye week. If a team's rolling, you don't want them bye. If they're rolling, keep them going. What sort of impact in your mind does this uh, week off have for Lafleur, Rogers, and Green Bay? Well, I think it gives them a jump start on 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 just the preparation. I mean, they could have spent the whole week looking at the two teams that they might have played. Uh, you know, got to get a head start on on that on that end of it. Uh, the guys that were, you know, obviously bruised or bumped or you know, just give them a week to heal up. Um, you know, but the way that they've been focused all year. Uh, I, I don't think it's going to change anything. I mean, I'm, I mean, I don't think that Aaron Rodgers, I don't think anybody could have ever predicted that Aaron Rodgers could play at this level. I mean, it's the best he's been in over a decade, and so, or at least a decade. So, like, I don't think his focus, attention to detail, his trust in Devontae Adams, you know, on fourth down, on third and nine, when you got to have, I mean, I, I don't think not any of that is going to change, you know, and so, I, I, you know, I'm sure that I guess there's some benefit to playing, you know, the wild card weekend, but we have seen in large part the best teams just move on. And, you know, if, if the Green Bay Packers are the best team, then they'll, they'll beat the Rams this weekend. Baldy, you, you mentioned the, the improved performance of Aaron Rodgers versus the last couple of years that we've seen him. And we hear him talk about, you know, self-actualization and being a happier person and better relationships with coaches and teammates and all that stuff translating into success. But like I said, when I brought you on, you break down tape as much and as well as anybody. I, I check it out on Twitter most of the time. I'm sure there are other places where you can find it. What What's on tape that you can pinpoint, that you can put your finger on, that the Packers are maybe doing differently this year to play to Aaron Rodgers' strengths and, and, and resulting in what we've seen on the field? Well, their plays are amazing. I mean, when you – because, you know, if you just watch it on television, you're going to follow the ball and Aaron Rodgers throws it to Devontae Adams, and you're like, okay, big whoop. We've seen this 100 times this year. But what you don't see are all the other parts of the play that could take place if he doesn't throw it to Devontae. I mean, they stack plays within the play. And so, you know, I think Aaron Rodgers – I mean, look, we're talking about a guy now that won Celebrity Jeopardy. I mean, his mind is different than ours. <laughs> You know, we, we, we mentally we're, we're challenged by guys like Aaron Rodgers. So I think part of this offense really challenges him to put the right play out there. And so many times, you know, he could give it, give the dive to Aaron Jones, or he could throw the bubble to Devontae, or he could take the double move off, you know, to Tanyan. I mean, there's so many layers to a play. And when you watch it, you go, this is so clever. You know, like this is different than Johnny Unitas you know, throwing to Lenny Moore or John Mackey. I mean, it's just different. And it's different than Joe Montana. It's, it's different than just about everybody else right now. And so they really combine a lot of – and I think this – I think part of the fun that Aaron Rodgers is having is it mentally really challenges them. Play to play within the game. Um, to, to get the right – put the make the right decision after Corey Lindsley snaps in the ball. That's going, uh, radio, going, radio.com sports NFL insider Brian Baldinger. He's brought to you by Mercedes-Benz. What's that, Timmy? It's going to be interesting. I just wanted oh. to get uh, Baldinger to go out on a limb and, and tell me who's going to win the Super Bowl. I know guys, guys like us don't like to say that, or guys like you. I'll say it. I think they take <laughs> it off the sheet. They win three straight. They're just flowing too well. 
Well, I'll say this. I, I, I've had to do my Super Bowl, you know, poll. Uh, it's out there, so I, I can't really fudge it at this point. Uh, but I have Green Bay and Buffalo uh, meeting oh. in Tampa. And so uh, I've got Green Bay beating Buffalo in, uh, in the Super Bowl. There um, you go. That's the way I see it right now. I, I think Green Bay, I think, you know, when Tennessee went up there in week 16 with Derrick Henry and they really controlled him, that was a challenge for Mike Pett in the defense because that had been a weakness. It had been their Achilles heel, and they really showed up, you know, in the way that they defended Tennessee that day. Um, and so I thought that was a good test to get in week 16 because they may see a team that can really run the football if they see Baltimore, you know, um, you know, not Baltimore, but if they see a team that can really run the ball, uh, you know, in this postseason. Um, you know, I think they're up to that challenge right now, whether it's the New Orleans Saints or, you know, whoever it might be at this point. You know, Brian, when my partner says the Packers are going to take it off the sheet, run the table, and win the Super Bowl, I know he's only doing that to butter up the listeners and, no. and make some friends in the area. No, but when you true. do it, Baldy, I know you mean it. And that's why we get you on the <laughs> Rami and Tim show. And he's brought to us by Mercedes-Benz. Drive a Mercedes-Benz van and find out how far an extra mile really goes. You can also hear Brian with Jason Locke and Fora on Baldy's Breakdowns with new episodes out twice a week. Just search Baldy wherever you find podcasts. Brian, a real pleasure, man. Thanks a lot. We'll talk again soon. Yep. My pleasure, guys. Enjoy the games this weekend. Thanks. Oh, I'm going to enjoy all the football. Yeah, all no, I, I, no I, I, I mean it when oh, I say okay. it. I, I think the biggest challenge all is going right. to be this defense this week. That's going to be the biggest challenge they have. I just, again, I know it makes you nervous. I, I, I do. And, and every game, it's an elimination game, and it, it makes you nervous. But you're going to look back. You're going to look back on this, uh, Packer fans. You're going to say, man, I knew it. Why didn't I just believe it? I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Well, I know it, and it's going to happen. And uh, I'm already, you know, debating on how much to put on it in Vegas. Because you'll be in Vegas and not here. Well, I mean, at this point, sure. Not, not here doing this show. <laughs> Baldy joined us on the Great Midwest Bank hotline for applying for a home renovation loan has you feeling anxious? Breathe and let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of banquility. Get started today at greatmidwestbank.com. I promised Timmy Brewers Talk in the 3 o'clock hour. We'll do that right after this. It's Rami and Tim on 1250 AM The Fan. This is how we do it, Rami and Tim. Weekdays, 2 to 6 now, the new fan lineup on 1250 AM, the fan, and the radio.com scoop, app. There it is. <laughs> no, it's not, Tim. Scoop, that is, there it is. No, this, this, this is how we do it. And uh, the commercial oh. is Scoop, there it is. But the actual song okay, okay. by Tag Team, back again, um, is Whoop, there it is. They just changed it for the commercial because it's for Scoop. Uh, there's a song that I was listening to. I, I called up on uh, on the on the Alexa thingy. Um, uh, by it's called Nunu by Club Loco. Nunu. And it was it was commercial for something. Yeah, check that out. It's a great. I know. Great I know. Song. There's a song. song. Oh, Evan, put this in the. Uh, I was going to tell you this earlier. Put this in the uh, bumper rotation since we're doing stuff on the air. Uh, that new new by Kid Cudi, please. Um, I've never heard Nunu by whoever you're talking about, though, Tim. Who is that? 
Club Loco. You never heard of that? It's, it's, it's actually is that a person? Uh, is that a place? You might wanna... Is that a group? This is like I, the I'm weekend. not sure. Like, nobody's not sure, sure if that's one person or what. What? <laughs> right. I, I'm not sure if it's a group or a person or a girl or a boy. Or Evan, whatever. You know, can you, I, I just can you like... chime in on this? Can you help us out? With not the a clue Club what is happening right. right now. Can you Google Club Loco okay, for us well, and tell us? Yeah, and, and maybe play the song. See, now, as producer... One should have already, his fingers should have been moving on the keypad when we were having this gonna, conversation. Are you going to start with Evan on day one about what he should be well, doing as the producer? Because I took a lot of that crap for many a year. And I don't internet, mind giving the producer so, a little crap, but it's day one, man. The internet is just as confused as I am. I typed in Club Loco Nunu and nothing is coming up. I don't know. I think Tim might have heard the Kid Cudi song and I don't know where he got Club Loco Maybe. From. Can you find the kid? Cutting I don't know. Song? When I was vacuuming, when I was vacuuming the other day, it, it, I had it on. So I just we're play, really putting too much um, on Evan because club, I already asked the young man to go and find. I, I already asked the young man to go and find your legendary "Shaking Naked in the Fetal" rant. And guess what, Tim? That still isn't done. And we bring that to oh, you he did. here on Rami and Tim. People are damn mother idiots. Oh, we're done. We lost another game. We're done. Everybody's done. Well, shut the f***ing TV off, turn the radio off, and crawl into your cocoon and be by yourself and cry shaken naked in the fetal. That'll make it all better. Done. Nobody's done. Houston's not done. Philly's not done. The Brewers are up. They're up in the race. Oh, we're done. Yeah. All right. Go go over to Potawatomi. Sit down at the craps table and bust a hondo. And then while you're breaking the hundred dollar bill, say, you know what? I'm done. I'm never gonna win nothing. As you slide your chips away. Wonderful. All right. Happy promo time. <laughs> no, they were the, the Brewers at that time were the wild card, and there was only like eight games left in the season. But they were at the playoffs started right then and there. They were in the playoffs. I, I don't see how. And phone lines are just lighting up like a Christmas tree. They're done, Tim. I'm in the done club. I'm in the done you know, club. You know what's my favorite uh, part of that, Evan? If you could just pull this. It's two words. It's Tim doing his impression of the Brewers fans who he hates at that moment. <laughs> he goes, oh, we're done. Like, <laughs> That, that part gets me every time. Like, the whole thing is good. Of, it's been a long well, time well, since I've it. heard it. <laughs> but yeah, think, he goes, think oh, about we're it done. this way. <laughs> we're done. Um, Rami, think about it this way with, with Evan here. <laughs> oh, we're done. Would... <laughs> <laughs> what advice would you give Evan, having been in Evan's chair before? Working with myself and Sparky, and would you give him some sort of advice having been through? You know what? I don't. The advice I would give him is not advice I think he needs based on the conversations we had over the weekend, both over the phone and via text, which is that, like, don't take anything here personally or too seriously. And, and I, that's probably a message to the listeners, too. Like, Tim and I both don't take ourselves seriously. We don't take sports all that seriously. Like, we're just here to have fun from two to six, and even when we jab and poke at each other, it's in the interest of fun. So Evan being, you know, sort of in terms of radio ranks, low man on the totem pole, 
some stuff might roll down his way, and it's it's all in the interest of entertainment and fun. But I think Evan gets that. I didn't even feel like I needed to tell him that, but I told him that just in case I said something that maybe okay. hurts his feelings. Yeah. But Evan, I don't need to tell you that, right? I've been here for far too long to have thin skin. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, well, and, Evan, and Evan said he grew up listening to us, which, Tim, okay, but you didn't grow up listening to me, dude. I'm not that old, and you're not that young. So, please, grew up listening to you guys. Hey, I need well, help see, from uh, Bucks fans. Yeah, it's the first <laughs> sign of getting old, Rami, the first sign of getting old. Oh, we're yep. still taking suggestions on a new name for the show, by the way. I should say that before we go to the break. Tweet those. At 12.50 a.m. the fan. And we actually might be allowed to do it. When we started doing this with no approval of anybody in management, we thought we might piss some people off or they might want not want to do all the work and production that goes into changing the name of a show after the first mm-hmm. day of the show, but haven't met that much resistance. So we're looking for new names for Rami and Tim because well. Tim and Rami don't like Rami and Tim. So tweet those. At Rami right. is tweeting. At Tim Allen Rants. At 12.50 a.m. the fan. We're going to hit a break. On the other side... I need help from Bucks fans at 414-799-1250 or tweet at 1250AMTheFan. Rami and Tim, for now, on 1250AMTheFan and the Radio.com app. <laughs> Have fun with this, Rami. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.